0: The Graveyard Riddle, chapter 19. 19? 19. This book was written by Lisa Thompson, and we are on page 135. The next morning, I texted Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Walk to school together? Question mark. Melody. I wasn't sure if I was going to get a reply. This time, I only had to wait. I had only to wait five minutes. And he said, he replied, sure. We both came out of our houses at the same time and met at the end of the driveway. Matthew looked anxious, I thought. We started walking to school. How did your session go with Dr. Rose yesterday, I said. Matthew took a deep breath. It was terrible, he said. I had to touch a bin lid with my bare hand, and I thought my heart was going to explode. It was going so fast. Anne, did you do it? I said, Did you? did you manage to touch the bin? That means a garbage can, I think. Matthew nodded. "'Yes, I did it. Took me a while, though.' "'Well, then I wouldn't call that terrible,' I said. "'You did it, Matthew. You touched the bin. That's amazing.' Matthew laughed. "'That's what Dr. Rhodes said,' he said. "'We got to High Street and followed the crowd of students heading towards the school.' "'What's going on with your house, then?' he said. "'I can't believe you're moving.' "'I know. It's horrible,' I said. "'Mum's at home this morning as, we, as we've as we got three more people coming to view the house. "'But why do you have to move anyways?' Mom said we can't afford to stay here any longer. I've talked, to, I've told her to talk to Dad. He might be able to help if he knew. Matthew's eyes widened. He didn't know anything about my dad. He never asked. Do you think that she will? He said. I shrugged. She doesn't want to. I don't think she wants anything to do with him. But we'll need him to help us for a bit, then he can disappear again. It was nice, just walking and chatting. It had been ages since we'd done that together. Matthew, do you think you'd be able to do me a favor? Um, maybe, said Matthew. He already looked worried, and I hadn't even told him what it was yet. I need you to get something from, I need to get something from Mr. Charles' house, I said. Oh, so, oh boy, Whoa oh, yeah, I gotta blend that. <laughs> Peyton's doing her makeup, and she just showed me before she blended it. <laughs> why, he said. That's the thing, he said, "She's." I said, I can't say why. All I can say is that it's very important. Suddenly, there was a skidding noise behind us and some tiny stones on the back of my legs. Ouch, I said. I turned around. It was Jake. I let out a groan. Ugh. What's very important, he said. Jake, this is a private conversation, I said. Melody was just asking for my help, but she can't say why. Matthew said, and I glared at him. Help with what, said Jake. They both waited for an answer. What's what's the matter with a matter of deception, I said. Jake grinned and jumped off his bike and began walking beside us. That sounds interesting, he said. He seemed much more cheerful than he had yesterday Um, after baseball. Ooh, much better, yes. But it's a little bit too much, though, babe. I would do much less. I would actually, I would I would wipe it off and start over. Yeah, it's too much, honey. Um, sorry, I'm trying to help Peyton with her makeup. Um, Jake grinned and jumped off his bike and began walking. That sounds interesting, he said. "'I need to get something from Mr. Charles' house without him knowing,' I said, "'and I need some help, someone to help me do it.' "'Okay, and what are you getting?' said Jake. "'Yeah, you've got to at least tell us what it is,' said Matthew. "'I gripped the strap of my school bag hard. "'I had to be really careful here. "'I can't,' I said. "'You've got to trust me. "'There's a really important reason. "'It's a matter of life and death.' "'I stopped. "'It's a matter of life and death.' "'I stopped. "'I'd already said too much.' "'What?' said Matthew. "'That's ridiculous, Melody. "'No way.' I waited for Jake to say something similar but he didn't. "What exactly do you need us to do?" he said instead. "After school I'm going to knock on Mr. Charles's house and pretend I've just popped in so that Teddy could see Frankie." "Okay, and where do we come in?" said Jake. "We," said Matthew. "You need to be you need to be in Matthew's garden," I said. "You need to create a diversion to get Mr. Charles, Teddy, and Casey outside once they're out and keep them distracted for as long as you can while well, I try and find what I what I need to find. Matthew didn't look very happy, but Jake was grinning. I've got an idea of what we could do, he said. Don't worry, Melody. Jake is on the case. See you later. He sped off on his bike, leaving a cloud of dust behind him. Sorry, Melody. If you can't tell us anything about it, then I won't do it, said Matthew. I stopped and turned to face him. Do you know what, Matthew? I said. Would it really hurt you to help me out for once in your life? You're, You're meant to be my friend, but Jake is being a better friend than you are. At least Jake says that he... What he thinks to my face and not behind my back. Matthew looked like I had slapped him. What do you mean? He said. Jake told me you thought I was exhausting. He said. Remember now. I half hoped that he, Jake had made it up, but he but seeing Matthew's face turn up a shade of pink told me that I that it was true, and I stormed off. Yeah, Matthew's a little. I, I don't know. That kid's a. Yeah. I don't think he's a really great friend. No hmm What? I think. I think, yep. Okay. Matthew found me at lunchtime, sitting on my own, on the little mound of grass behind the computer block. Hi, he said. Hi, I said, not looking up at him. I saw his feet moving left and right. He was nervous. So I've been thinking about what you said, he said. I didn't mean to call you exhausting, Melody. Me and Jake were messing around, and it was just it just kind of came out. I'm sorry. I kept my eyes down, and he sat down on the grass beside me. "'I'll never forget how you stood by me last year when everyone else thought I was acting weird,' he said. "'I don't want to see you get into trouble. What are you getting from Mr. Charles' house? Is it, is, is it to do with you not wanting to move?' I shook my head. "'Okay, then. Is it something to do with your dad?' "'No, it has nothing to do with him. I'm just helping a friend,' I said. "'He needs somewhere to stay for a bit.' "'Matthew frowned. And you think he can stay at Mr. Charles's house?' he said. "'His mouth fell open.' Hang on a minute, you think you can, that he can say it number one, you're trying to get the key. I sighed. Everyone knew that Mr. Charles had the key. He'd guessed it straight away. Yes, but you- but I can't tell you anything more than that okay it It's really really important that this is just kept between us. You can't tell even Jake Matthew didn't look too happy, but he nodded. "'I think Jake has got enough on his mind anyway,' he said. "'Mr. Jenkins caught him running in a corridor, "'and now he's got to spend every break time "'for a week clearing the sports cupboard. "'That punishment was way beyond the crime. "'For anyone else, turning, running the corridor "'just meant a negative mark against your name. "'He needs to tell somebody,' I said. He'll, "'He's being bullied by a teacher.' "'I know,' said Matthew. I said "'I said that he should <clears throat> talk to his parents, "'but he refuses.' the bell went for the end of the lunch and i stood and picked up my bag and we began to walk to class so will you help me i said matthew sighed okay i'll help you give me he gave me a little smile things are definitely never boring with you around melody oh that's cute he said on the way home from school matthew jake and i set out a plan you two need to be ready in matthew's garden i said i'll go to mr charles's house at 4:30 p.m with frankie Assuming he's in approximately four thirty five, I want you to make a distraction of some kind. Something that will get mister Charles, Casey, and Teddy outside to see what's going on. Then you need to keep him there for as long as possible. No problem at all, said Jake, grinning. How are we gonna do that, though? said Matthew. Jake patted him on the shoulder, and Matthew flinched. Matthew he did not like being touched. Don't you worry, Maddie boy. I told you I got an idea, he said. I'll see you later. He threw a leg over his bike and bumped down the road, and he sped off. When I got home, I saw that Mum had left a note saying that she'd gone to the supermarket to pick up a few things. I just expect. Them. I noticed that most of the cheese had gone. I looked at the clock: three forty five. just enough time to take Hal some food. Enough time to take Hal some food. <laughs> I put a few things in a bag, including some blueberry muffins that Mum had brought home from the cafe. I got Frankie, and we hurried through the alley to the graveyard and then made our way to the plague house. Hal, I brought you some food. I've got to be quick because... I stopped. Hal was curled up on his blanket. Hal, I said, are you asleep? There wasn't any answer. Hal. Very slowly, I walked over. At first, I thought something terrible might have happened. But maybe Mr. Stone had found him. Relief washed over me when I felt his... when I... Saw Hal's back rise and fall with breaths. I peered over his shoulder. His eyes were wide open and he was just staring at a dirty brick wall. He was wearing the black watch on his wrist, cradling it with his other hand. Hal, what's the matter? Are you ill? I said. Frankie sniffed the back and nudged him with his nose, but Hal didn't move. I let go of Frankie's leash and sat down beside the blanket and fell on his hand. It It was icy cold. I pulled the other blanket over him and took out a carton of juice from my bag piercing the hole with a straw here drink this I said I prodded this. St- I prodded the straw against his lips blinking a few times he blinked a few times but continued to stare at nothing I put the drink down I've got you some food I said trying to make a- my voice light fruit cereal bars oh and here's um, some homemade blueberry muffins too and it's organic uh, I bet you'll I bet it will be the best you've ever tasted. Frankie, get your nose out. Hal blinked. Frankie could smell the food, but he was sniffing, snuffling his face into the bag. Frankie, that's Hal's food, not yours. Get off. I pulled on his collar, but Frankie managed to get a hold of the cereal, cereal bar at the bottom of the bag. He snatched it with his front teeth and ran to the corner of the room. No, Frankie, give it back, you silly dog. It's got a wrapper on it. I ran over and cornered him. His dark brown eyes twinkled at me as he had the cereal bar in his mouth, like a juicy bone. His tail was wagging madly. It's not a game. Drop it. Drop it now, I said. I heard movement behind me. Hal was sitting up watching. Frankie saw that my attention was somewhere else and suddenly darted to one side. I dived towards him. "'grabbing his collar, and he dropped the cereal ball "'on the on the floor, and I picked it up "'by the corner of the wrapper. "'It was dripping with stringy saliva. "'I don't think you want this anymore,' I said, "'turning back to Hal. "'How's it going with the key?' he said. "'His voice was like a whisper. "'I've got a plan to get it right now. "'I just want to bring you something to eat first, I said. "'I sat down and took a blueberry muffin over. "'Here, this might make you feel better,' I said. "'Hal took the muffin and stared at his head. "'He took a tiny bite and then another.' Hal, I said, are you okay? He stopped eating, but he didn't look up. Then he shook his head slowly. I think I'm in trouble, he said. I think, I think I've been abandoned. What do you mean, I said. Abandoned by who? My team. They still haven't made contact. I think I'm on my own. But mean team wouldn't let you down. I'm sure they're working around the clock to get everything back online. They'll have it up and running in no time. You'll see. Hal shook his head. A terrible thought occurred. Hal shook his head. A terrible thought occurred to me, and I gasped. You don't think M18, you don't think M18 are using you as bait, I said. Hal looked up at me, frowning. Bait, he said. His voice was very quiet. What do you mean? Well, maybe they stopped contact with you on purpose. Maybe they want you to stay here and try to lure Mr. Stone in. He thought about it for a second. I don't know what... It's going on anymore, he said. I'm so tired, Melody Bird. I feel a tightness. I felt a tightness in my throat. I put my hand on his shoulder and squeezed tightly. We'll get you out of this house and everything will be, be- better, okay? I said. I'm going to go and get that key right now. I stood up and Hal smiled at me. Thank you, he said. I was just about to go when I spotted a folded piece of paper. Oh <sighs> What did you do? He said, I'm not, I'm not. I don't know, but something he's not telling her, so we already know that. Um, Well, I'm not sure that he is a spy. I think something's going on. I don't think that's it, though. I spotted a folded piece of paper on the blanket next to him. Have you found another clue, I said? I bent down to pick it up. Again, the note was written in penciled letters on a cream-colored paper. I began to read. We have no flesh, no feathers, or bone, yet we still have fingers and thumbs of our own. That's a weird one. No flesh, feather, or bone. Do you have any idea about what that means, I said? No, not yet. Maybe, yeah. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They kind of have skin, though. Interesting. I'll put it back... I'll put it back... uh, no, No, not yet, he said. I'll put it back now that you've seen it. He hesitated. I've just realized something. While I'm in the safe house, it will be down to you to check for more messages... Do you think that you can do that, Melody Bird? I looked at him, then passing the folded riddle back. Of course I can, I said. I'm a part of the team now, aren't I? Aw, how sad. I wonder what's really going on with this kid.